0: Welcome, welcome welcome to Dream Chasers Radio. This is your host, Yaga Diamond. You're listening to us on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio in Northport, Florida, as well as Bomb Baby Radio in New York City and the Caribbean Community Radio Station in all the Caribbean and the West, I'm sorry, the East Coast of Florida from West Palm Beach all the way down to the Keys and the Dream Chasers Radio and TV networks. Thank you again. So much for being an avid listener and tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio for the last eleven years. That's right, eleven years we've been on the air. You know, a lot of people would ask me, you know, with eleven years on my belt, why haven't I, you know, maybe progressed? I haven't gone to TV. I haven't gone to because, uh, you know, everybody has a dream, everybody has a vision, and mine is just to help. And I don't think that um, at this moment in time, uh, I'm where I'm supposed to be, and and that's that's a cool thing to say that I'm where I'm supposed to be at this moment. This Dream Chasers Radio has always been to help people, and I've never seeked any personal accolades uh, for doing this. And this is wonderful. I love it. I love it. I'm my own boss, and I get to do everything I want to do and interview everyone else that I want to interview. And that's why next week I actually was hooked up with this next person. And so um, next week, Charles D. Clark, from Empire, will be on the show. His interview will be, we have a show next week, Wednesday, from 8 to 10, he will be on that show. Yes, of course, we will have other people, and I don't want to single him out, because I want you guys to know that everyone on that show is just as important as he is, but I want you guys to listen to his story. I had a chance to talk to him personally, and what an amazing I mean, just an amazing story he has, something that most people would think he would never pull out of, but he did, and he's doing it every single day, and I give him props for it. I told him I don't care if he's on, on Empire. I really don't. His story, his story is what I'm after. His story, his his perseverance, and the things that he went through that most people would give up after, after, after these things happened. They would just give up. They would just... It would, it would be gone, but he didn't do it. He kept going. So I'm hoping that everyone at the sound of my voice, please share uh, this. Uh, I put it up on my Facebook page. It's all over uh, Dream Chasers Radio, and I want you guys to share it, share it, share it, please. And uh, this, this next show next week, Wednesday, uh, starting at 8 p.m., is going to be a great inspirational show. This week, Wednesday. And uh, I do have a wonderful interview for you right now. Here we go.
1: Blog Talk Radio.
0: Man, oh man, oh man, I'm telling you, I have the best guests here on Dream Chasers Radio. I'm biased. I know. It is what it is. I ain't even going to apologize to it, <laughs> to anything. I'm not sorry. Huh
1: we have a
0: wonderful guest on our show today. I want to say thank you so much for calling into the show. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please.
2: Thank you, Yaya. My name is Alexei Safari. I am a singer, songwriter, dancer, located in Atlanta, Georgia. That's what I do.
0: Wow. So tell me about your name. You know, I you know, you know I was going to ask you that. I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: Well, um, my my old name, I used to be in the singing group uh, back in the day um, in Miss, Memphis, Tennessee, when I was, like, 13 to, like, 17. So my old stage um, name was Drea. So my my real name is Alex. I was like, Drea is too dry. So I was like, what can I do to make people think, like, what, where do you get that name from? Like, wow. So I was like, mm-hmm. Alex a safari. I like the wild, you know, I like I like Safari, so I was like, I'm going to do Safari, and then I'm going to do Alizé, because that's kind of like a runoff uh, from Alex, so that's why I came, mm-hmm. that's why I came up with Alizé Safari.
0: That's so, nice, that's so, nice, I like that.
2: <laughs>
0: definitely, definitely, That that's a really cool name, I like it, I like it. So, how did you get started? I mean, what, I mean, you know, you said you were in a singing group back, you know, when you were younger, tell me about that.
2: Um, well, my mom. It starts with my mom because my mom's a a blue and opera singer. So um, I was always sitting like in the balcony watching her and going mm-hmm. to a lot of uh, rehearsals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, it just is in my blood, definitely in my blood. So uh, she she has a video of me singing when I was like six months old. Like you know, you she used to teach vocal lessons and I would do the vocal lesson with her when I was a baby. <laughs> So so um, I've always been very business-minded. Um, so I was like, I wanted to get a group together of girls. So um, I created my own singing group um, in high school. It was three of us. You know, we have like an album video, all of that. Um, so I've been doing this for a long time, including dance as well. Um, dance, hmm. I, I was, I've was, i been doing like ballet, jazz, hip-hop since I was like six years old. So i just just been doing it all my life, and I love it. You know, now I'm back
0: to it. Wow. It sounds like I mean, you know, you and me have like a a nice cool story that's the same. My mom's a singer, and she's been in the music industry since before I was born. And she said she used to be rehearsing in the, in the front room, or singing and warming up, and I'd be in the other room going la 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 la.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so funny, but well, I tell you, she say, "Shut up, girl! Just shut up, try to warm up." La 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 la. <laughs> she knew
2: oh, you to uh, uh, be, uh, be, one, uh, be huh? <laughs> No,
0: she she tried her best to keep me from doing it. It just did not work. I just think she just kind of. It is an amazing thing though when you can just open your mouth and it's there. I mean, you can't really take any credit for it. Um, you just say thank you and you keep going. So right, wow, so. You did the, you you know, you were young, you did the dance, you did all that. Tell me about, you know, when you decided that you really wanted to go for this, that this was what you wanted to do.
2: Um, oh, I've known all my life. Basically, I've known all my life. I've had a lot of obstacles stop me from actually fully pursuing it. Um, but that's why now I'm back with this new project I'm working on. Um, um, I've always just just been in it. I've always been in it, but I stopped, started, stop started. Um, I moved from Memphis, Tennessee. I'm actually born in Georgia, uh, raised in Memphis, Tennessee. I moved from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, like back when I was like 21 to pursue music uh, in Atlanta, it was kind of hard to kind of make it. Um, but I I did go to college for uh, like a medical thing, and I I was able to to survive off that. And I did do a lot of shows, and I did you know some music, but it just was a lot of running around, um, trying to get managed, different things like that. So I kind of got burned out uh, for a minute. Then you know, you know, started the family, all that good stuff, and just you mm-hmm. know couldn't couldn't. You know, get to my grounding with it, but now, now I'm back and it's and you know, I'm better and uh, just have a whole new, whole new um, mind frame around the whole uh, industry type thing that I'm doing with the music.
0: Right, it's hard sometimes when, you know, when you have a family when you when life begins to happen for you and it, it pretty much people don't realize it when you when you leave your parents' house life happens really fast and so um, the obstacles. What was one of the major hurdles that you had to overcome to get back into the game?
2: Well, it's 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 very funny because it's it's just like this, it's it's straight like this because it's not about the obstacles, it's about how much you believe in yourself, um, and then it's it's the company that you keep as well, and that's that's my whole point of the girl pick up your crown project because I realized the relationships that I that I. Uh, nurtured and that were were uh, surrounding me were people that didn't believe in me. So guess what? That's you are who you hang with. You are who you hang <laughs> with and you know, and if you're and if you're um out here um trying to pursue something and the people around you they they're okay with um and they're complacent and where they are and then they want to pull you down, then that's that's exactly what's gonna happen. You're gonna lose motivation for your dream. So I learned now, as of today, I learned that um you know, you are the top five people you hang with. So if you're around people that that are okay with nothing, then that's what you are. So that's why mm-hmm. I had to get around more like-minded people, and I had to really work on myself to actually believe in myself, to actually believe mm-hmm. in myself. It took it took some old fans to reach out to me to say, "Hey, when are you coming out with new music." It's been years. Like I'm still listening to this one song that I love, and and I'm just like, well, you know, um, I might be too old. You know, I'm thirty years old yeah. now. Um, How old? 30 years old, how, they was like how two old like it? Made it at 30 years old, you know. Oh, please, who changed made it 30 years old, and you've mm. been doing it so long. It's, they was like you need to come out with new music. It took other people who believed in me for me to come back and believe in myself, and I was like, I need mm. more of that, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, what it's so funny because I've seen uh jazz artists come out at 50, or um, actors come out at 60. You know, it, it's not really about how old you are. It's how how determined you are. At any age, you can make something happen. I truly mm-hmm. believe that. Unless you're just disabled, you can't do it. But if you're able, you can make something happen. I mean, the big ex- example of someone making it happen was um, – and, I, and his name always escapes me. He just passed away. He was he was told that he was going to be invalid, that he would die at a very affili- uh Hawkins, Hawkins, Mr. Hawkins. He was in a freaking wheelchair all his life. The man did what he could do, and he did it well. And let me tell you something: the man accomplished more things in science in a chair. Not able to do pretty much anything that a normal person could do, but he did it. So I don't really think there's an excuse. I think it's just more about how determined are you and, and how and like you said, who are you gonna hang around with? Uh and and that's a good thing. When it comes to your music, how do you how do you do that? And, you know, do you write your own music? Um, do you sing all sing all your vocals? How how is that?
2: Um, yeah, I write my own music, um and I work with a few uh producers and I play a little guitar so I'm just getting better at that. So I just basically create, you know, my own own uh music with my own lyrics and everything. So it's I've Ooh. always um, been a songwriter.
0: Oh nice, nice. And you have a song out called The Crown and the Glory. Tell me about that. This is this
2: is so crazy, it's a whole story, so it's it's really so ironic, um, how I came up with this whole project. Um, I was in this nine month long relationship with a guy, he turned out to be, um, you know, uh had a he had a mood personality disorder and he was like narcissistic. It was like real crazy, like crazy mm. crazy. And um and, you know, he knew I him or whatever, so when he, he actually moved from a whole entire city to be with me um, uh, which, you know, most of them would be like, oh my gosh, yeah, you know, he loves me. But yeah, no, he was running from something in um, <laughs> this whole situation, you know, it, it was my total awakening because, um, it, it got to the point where it was kind of dangerous. It got dangerous. And then one thing about him, he, he, he suppressed, he wanted to suppress who I was and he wanted me to be who he wanted me to be. And, you know, he's, mm-hmm told him, you know, I want to, you know, for the five-day singing, and he was like, oh, singers are, you know, uh you know, he had his whole serial type of what singers are, female singers like Atlanta hip-hop, and he was like, yeah, y'all, sleep around, and he's like, no, I don't want my woman doing it. You know, and, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to warm him up to, uh, you know, me being, me singing, but now I know don't ever try, if a person can't accept you for who you are, don't ever try to warm yourself up to to them. Nobody should have to warm up to who your true self is. You know, so instead mm-hmm. of me, like fully showing, like I'm a I'm a flower. I just was like a seed, you know. And and, and he sat on top of the ground for the seed. He wanted he didn't want it to grow. He wanted it to mm. he wanted to stop my growth. So uh, mm. you know after that whole thing and you know I, I I you know I got my dad involved and you know he left. I had to get, he had to leave because all it was just so much drama. Um and you know I, and I prayed you know I prayed out the, I, myself after situation. Um, hmm watching this this young uh with this older fella uh called R. C. Blake and he have this whole um YouTube channel talking about queenology and, and basically it's it's women, you know, um it's about women and it's encouraging women to, you know, pick up their crown and to and to be the queens that they were meant to be. And I was like, Oh my gosh, like that is so true. So you know, his whole entire uh, message just resonated with me. And I was just like, all women need to know, like, never let anybody suppress you. Like I, how I did and how a lot of women do, you know, we're silent in situations where we need to be loud and where we need to express ourselves because to be your best self and to be your happiest self, you need to do the things that you love, you know, do the things mm-hmm. that you love and don't be around anybody that suppresses you. So um, I decided um hum in a tone in the car and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make the song, and in then in the whole project is gonna be "Girl, Pick Up Your Crown." So I'm doing video videos on Instagram, encouraging women to pick up their crown. I'm telling my story. I'm um, just, just, I'm just trying to encourage the and women this year with, with my story, in hopes to, that they will get out of situations that were similar to mine, and hopes that that they will go after what they love because I realized, like, uh, i was like, where Alex? What was the most Alex? What's the happiest moment? in your life. It was when I was performing. It was when I was dancing. Mm -hmm. It was when I was singing. So I started taking dance classes, um, you know, and I'm, like, videoing myself, like, oh, my gosh, I'm in a room full of teenagers, and I'm 30 years old, and I'm dancing with them, and I'm keeping up with them, like just showing single moms, for one. I have three children, three amazing boys, so I'm Mm -hmm. proving something to myself and to others. I'm not in competition with anyone. I'm not trying to be a superstar. I just want to inspire women to do what they love and and to find their dreams at no matter what age.
0: Wow. Well, we're going to go ahead and play the song. And then after we come back, I want to, I want to expand on that because I think that what you're doing is amazing. And and you said it, it's, it, we're not in competition. Uh, This is about helping other people come out of maybe a tough situation, something that you have already come out of. And you know what? I, I feel like this, when you do something you love, it's amazing and it's wonderful and, and you keep going at it and you get good at it And it's just great So here it is, here's her song, The Crown and Glory We'll be right back, don't you go nowhere
1: I'm the interest, no need to impress I'll be fully dressed and still turn to your Majesty, your Queen, your everything is inside of me. I'm royalty, baby. I'm royal, I'm royal. I'm wavy, I'm wavy, I'm wavy, I'm wavy, baby. I'm the queen, I'm the finest thing you ever seen. I am, I am everything. Give me the glory, the glory. That's Pick your time out, your crown is a The crown, don't let them bring you down, you don't need it around, it's inside of me, I'm real, see baby, I'm royal. I'm royal. I'm worthy
0: Like it. Thank you,
2: thank you. I wanted to do something like, you know, like a Beyonce queen, like like this is an anthem. Like when you when you need to be empowered, like I want I want somebody to just put this on and be like, you know what? Forget everything. I'm a queen. Yeah, I I, I, I love it. Like.
0: <laughs> wow, I love it. I love it. So we were talking about a lot of different things, you know, and you hit up on a lot of different uh, a lot of different points that most people don't realize that when you do something that you love, it's not always about the money, neither about the competition. It's just more about you getting out there and doing it. Tell me about that. Well, a lot of us,
2: we, we do what we do what others want us to do. Where we're where people pleasers. Um, and then we put ourselves last, especially as women, especially as mothers and daughters and sisters, um, you know, wives and stuff like that. We put ourselves last and and then we start making excuses and validating why we shouldn't do that thing that we want to do most. So and that's that's called self sabotage.
1: Mm, um it and, is. And, and
2: um and then when you're around when you're around even if you know, even with your mate, even if, if if you're around a mate that doesn't support that and 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 they a lot of people would detour you from where you where where God had if God gave you a vision a long time ago we a a lot of people aren't going after their vision because they're they're in a safe lane. And when you go Mm -hmm. after your dream, when you go after your vision, it's going to be risky. It's going to be scary, but you just have to trust the process. Even if you're doing a little bit towards that every day, it's going to feel really good in your spirit when you do stuff towards what you really want to do. We know you can't drop a job, but we know you can't, you know, totally neglect your family or anything like that. We're saying just give yourself a little time each day. To go towards what you really, really want because you'll you put that spirit out into the universe and you'll you, and you'll have God meet you halfway. Because a lot of us are praying for things and not doing the work at all.
0: You're telling me not doing you're the work. So
2: so you know, hey Lord, please bless me with with you know amazing career in this, but you you haven't done anything towards it or you asking Him to get you out of the situation when when sometimes the best the best thing for you to do is to just jump in and go. hmm You know, just yeah. jump in, just do it.
0: I, you know what, uh, and it's so funny because you, you encounter people that say, Yeah, man, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my, my dream to manifest. What you waiting yeah. for, dude? You waiting. <laughs> what are you talking about? You waiting. You <laughs> what? Shoes. You better be working toward got, this dream to manifest. Yeah, it's like it's like
2: visualization visualization, that's just one part. That's just one part. It's just that's just creating that positive uh Energy inside of you for it to to happen, but you have to make the steps to you have to make the steps, and then you have to get ready for the opportunity. Because when the opportunity comes, if you're not ready, it's gonna pass you by. Oh
0: yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. This has been and uh, you know, and and pronounce your first name again for me, please, because I, I don't want to. I don't want. I've been Alexa, known to torture. Uh, Alexan Alexen, Alexey, Alexa, right? Alexey, Alize. See, I've been known to torture names. Everybody here knows <laughs> I torture names. It's okay. Alizé, man, it has been wonderful talking to you this whole time. And it's all, I mean, our time is almost done. Let me ask you a question, though. This is a serious question. When it comes to like a recommendation, like somebody comes up to you and they say, man, I want to be an artist. You have any pointers for me? What would that be for you? I mean, from you personally, what would that pointer be?
2: Um, I was I would say I would tell them um, I would ask them like, what is the reason why you want to do it? Is it because you know you want to make a lot of money? Because if that's what you want, that's not what you're gonna get.
3: So mm-hmm. you have to
2: make sure you're coming. You know, you you have to make sure you're coming at it uh, at a. This is just what you love to do. Versus, I'm doing it for a get quick, uh, rich scheme because. That's not. It's not gonna happen overnight. Uh, and you know, you never know. You never know. You could get discovered, and and millions of people love you. But you have to be real with yourself, and 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 know like it's it's a hard industry. And if you're not, if you don't love it and just love to do it, it's not gonna happen like like overnight at all. So it's, I would just say, check check what you want to do it for, and if that's really what you want to do, you know, because so it's ninety percent work and it's ten percent talent.
0: Oh, no, I think it's more like ninety five percent work and five percent life
2: exactly, exactly. So you see you see people that have less talent than you that they made it and you'd be like, How? How? But they got yeah. millions uh they got a million um videos on YouTube and they consistently posting even if they say oh they have hot mess. But they got discovered oh. some kind of way their YouTube sensation some kind of way.
0: Yeah. And let me tell you something. I know I know people well, not know them, know them. But I've seen, I have to say, on YouTube, I've seen people do not have talent, but they got like a million followers, and they got like a thousand comments every time they post. Them. I'm like, and they live off of this revenue, and I'm going, yeah,
1: what?
2: just what? Yeah,
1: it's, wow. a, it's, a
2: consist- it's it's being consistent with yourself. It's being consistent with yourself, and being and being consistent. You have to know what trends are are happening right now, and you know, because mm-hmm. you can't just oh, well, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna just gonna sing and practice every day. You don't post it. You don't do nothing. It's really, it's really being in touch with what's going on because you gotta, you gotta constantly reinvent yourself over and over and over. You know. Yep. Unless you yes. wanted to sing in the bathroom and that's all you want to do. Simply, so mm-hmm. you know, reinventing yourself and retraining and um, just like checking yourself on what you really want and how you want it.
0: Definitely. definitely. No, you know, I. I I find that, you know, I've, man, I got hundreds of videos up on YouTube and I don't really promote it because that's not my focus. When it comes to your focus, though, you know, maybe you're good at one thing and not good at something different. I always say, don't worry about the one thing you're not good at. Do the one thing you are good at and let everything else just kind of flow. Because I found that the one thing I'm not good at is like the YouTube, but I'm very good at the social media and I'm very good at like posting and talking. I can talk. I can talk. So I do yes. this, and eventually this, that will catch up with this, because people will be like, well, she talked on there too. I didn't know that. Let me go check that out. So, you know, you never know. But just do go, Do do what you're good at. You know, where can people reach you, Alize?
2: I'm heavy on Instagram because it's like my favorite platform right now. So you mm-hmm. can reach me on Instagram at alize, A-L-I-Z-E underscore safari, S-A-F-A-R-I. Alize underscore Safari. Um and I'm on YouTube as well as Alize Safari Ten. Um so but all of my links are on my Instagram um bio. So you can reach me on there and also Alize Safari
0: Awesome. And I'm gonna be sending you a message. Please send me those links. <laughs> I can put it in my um I can put it up on a, on the page because I will be putting your information up on the page. You guys know the deal. All you have to do is copy and paste this into your browser and then go for it. Go check her out. Support, support, support. We need, we need to support each other, definitely. Alize, thank you again so much for being on the show, and thank you so much for your patience. Oh, thank you, too. All right, so we'll talk soon. Okay, bye. All right, bye. Oh, and now that, that was it, guys, I'm telling you, she's an amazing artist. You need to go ahead and as, as this song here, The Crown and the Glory, guess what? I'm stealing it. She's never getting it back. Don't tell her. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and continue with today's interview. Thank you so much again for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond.
1: mm. Mm, mm.
0: Oh, wow. What a wonderful interview we had with Alize. I'm so happy that she called and you guys know the deal. She's on Instagram. That is that is her preferred uh, method of contact. So please contact her on Instagram if you have any questions or you want to listen to her music and just follow her there on the Instagram. Man, we have... I mean, wow. Start off our show like that. I mean, it's going to be a great show. And I mean, the next guest is and, and definitely phenomenal, just as much as Alizé. Thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hey, Hello? how you doing?
4: Out there?
0: Yeah, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Uh, it's is Tanichi from Brooklyn, Hello? New York. Hi. Okay, name, name. Okay, Tanichi, de Tell
4: yeah, me, start over. start over. Sorry about that.
0: I wanna know where you got that name from. Is that the name that you were given or is that a name doesn't mean something?
4: Oh, D song is my first and last name. Devon Anderson. Mm. Nice. So, nice.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So tell me about yourself. Tell me tell me all the things. I mean, how did you get started in the music industry?
4: Uh parents, mother was a singer, father was a singer, father used to sing duop, mother used to sing mm. R and D. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, I used to like rap.
0: <laughs> so
4: yeah, and um, wow, yeah. So uh, really, uh, from there, uh, rapping was my passion, and then from rapping, I got into making beats, and then you know, um, finally a little education, then you mm-hmm. know, I started a record label with my partner, and trying to make history.
0: I hear that. I hear that. So when it comes to music, you know, when you when you first got into the game, did you ever think you were going to have your own company?
4: Oh, uh, That was my aim at first. Really? That was my aim. Yeah, from day one, I was always my aim. Because I wanted and to have said, um, go ahead. full control over everything.
0: All right. You said at first. So you weren't really... Wanting to do the other side of it, you wanted to have your own company first and then the rap or no, then the music? Rap-
4: no, I wanted to use the rapping to basically um,
1: do my own thing. I
4: was trying to follow in the footsteps of Wu Tang.
1: Oh, mm hmm.
0: Oh, that's wow. Wow. So tough. Tell- wow. That's some big shoes to fill. Why Wu Tang?
4: I don't know. I like I like how they attack the um, industry.
0: Mm.
4: I like how they well, attack the industry, but but um uh sorry, but uh, let me introduce uh one of my artists, Ugo
3: Obinka. Yeah. So, so, so. Definitely. Hey, hey it's Ugo Obinka.
0: Hello. Hi. How are you?
3: I'm alright. Nice to be here with you.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, to, nice to have you.
3: Yeah. Same here.
0: Awesome. So, okay, Ugo and and, and Deshawn, tell me, you know, how did you guys meet? I mean, how was that? Because I see, I'm looking at the song Only Trying, and I'm going to be playing that a little bit later on in the show. But I wanted to find out, you know, just kind of the history behind being, you know, a, an artist. And I mean, what is it like in these times? I mean, coming from back in the day when the music industry was, you know, cornerstone, it was like a monopoly for the the music uh, companies and things like that, and the record labels now you're on your own what is that like
4: Um I think it's uh small freedom no middleman mm-hmm. it's from the um from your mouth to the people's ear it's more direct so that's a good that's a good that's a good look you can really get people what they want
0: definitely as as, definitely like,
4: as far as like people uh-huh. with money. Guessing what they want because they really try to make a profit more than you know the music I have.
0: Mhm. Wow. And you know, when it comes to your music, what kind of inspiration are you looking for? I mean, you know, when you hear a song, when you hear a track, uh what are you um, looking for?
4: Really, I go, I go, I go with it. I go with it. However, it take me. However, the track take me. I don't get. In, I don't get in my own way. <laughs> I don't have no particular. However, the track, however, it make me feel. That's
0: what I go with. Wow, you know there have there have been so many people on the show who have gone through ups and downs. I I haven't really met anybody who hasn't. What was what was the moment where did you ever give up? Um, did you ever have a rough moment, a rough patch? Oh, uh,
4: yeah, I had a few rough patches. Um, I had something with Sony. Me mm-hmm. and uh, my wrong partner, and it fell through. That was a moment where, you know, that was the first moment when I said, all right, I'm not going to wait for the um my talent. I have to go to school and learn something now because mm-hmm. it's too much, you know. Went from, mm-hmm. like, Sony, Island Black Entertainment, when it was merged with Def Jam, um, DreamWorks, um, just a bunch of, you know, going in circles and it never it never really was about the music, it was always about business and mm-hmm. who wanted what, it never was about the talent. So I figured I need to learn for myself so I could do my own thing.
1: Mhm.
4: This new wow. age um, platform just made it easier actually. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I agree with you. And so you know the old way of doing things, going to the record label and, and trying to get it, you know, get in and get the contract going and all that. And you're right. And, you know, I find it it really isn't about talent as much as mm-hmm. it is about business. Um, And right. so, you know, that to me that is, you know, it, it should be about both. It, it should be about talent more than business because I believe if you do have the talent, then the business will just take care of itself both. Correct. Because
4: uh, you got lights on, you know, because if you don't keep the lights on, then you can't get the talent out.
0: Right. It's a
4: bit of both, but more mm-hmm. nowadays, it's when, you know, they they divide, they divide it. They take rap and make it business, and they take hip-hop and make that the talent. They separate it, so,
3: you know. Hmm. I never but heard I, that I, before. I also think, um, you know, the social media, I think, just helps artists to get uh, direct reactions from the audience mm-hmm. because right now, you know, it's like uh, before, they used to, like you said, uh, now that the, the middleman is no more there and all that. So now, as an artist, I and mean, you know, you want to showcase your talent, you have the opportunity to try to push yourself, and then, you know, you listen to reactions from the audience, and you see, you know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're feeling uh, the type of music or something like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, when it, you know, when it comes down to talent and then and, and business, I agree with you. You know, business is business. But can when you went into it, you learned the business, did that help you to become a better talent?
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah, because um, the failure is actually the best education you could possibly get. Mm. So all of, all that time when I was going through whatever I was going through, it all helped me in the long run. But I already knew, mm-hmm. okay, do that. You should do that. That's a good look. I already knew basically the ins and outs from going through all the failures, all everything that fell through. So to me, right. basically, it was good. It was it was great. You can't pay for that education. I don't
0: care how much classmates are was saying. You can't pay for that. Right, you can't, you can't. Wow, wow. So tell me about your song, Only Trying.
3: Yeah, um, Only Trying is a is a feel-good feel type of music. Um, what inspired it was uh, I, you know, I, I, I graduated from school, and then, you know, I was trying to, all along, I was chasing dreams, other dreams, but I, I didn't really, uh, you know, I, I really... Have interest in, you know, like studying for mm-hmm. engineering and all that, you know. Uh, so he was. Uh, it's just some describing, you know, the hurdles and um, challenges and trying to overcome it and just feel good at the same time and, you know, just be grateful for what you have. And, I hear you. Know, I hear every you. Yeah. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we're gonna go ahead and play that right here on Dream Chasers Radio, and. I- as we get ready to play this song, I, I you know, I, I commend you because a lot of people would have given up so long ago, so long ago. So thank you for continuing yeah. to put your music out there.
3: Yeah, the thing about music is uh, there's no, it's not like sports, right? There's no age restriction to it. So I was never right. really worried about, it. yeah, you know, at least I, I, I'm glad I, glad I was able to achieve a uh, uh, you know my education. You know, I have a bachelor's mm-hmm. in chemical engineering right now. So I know I could still use that in the future. You know, so it doesn't really stop anything. And the talent is still yeah. always there. You know, so you just gotta just gotta listen to what people want to hear. You know, just to.
0: definitely, definitely. So here it is, only trying uh, right here on Dream Chasers Radio.
1: Give me a second here.
0: Sweetness, sweet, sweet, sweet So, with all that And with everything kind of behind you And now you're into everything that you're doing And everything is going You know, in, in the up and up And it's going in a positive manner Where do you see yourself?
3: Um, yeah uh, well, before the year run out, um, there's an album coming out. So, mm-hmm. you know, at least for my, I believe for my first after my first album, I believe I should be, um, I should get you know the kind of audience that I want, you know. And then from mm-hmm. the second album, you know, thing is uh, talent uh, it takes time to build uh, the crowd that you want to, the fans you want, the fans that you want to as a as a fan base and all that. So from after my right. first album, I'm I'm hoping to you know, I'm really looking out for your awards to do something that really um put me out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, an artist
0: wow. Um so you got you got that coming out, you have only trying already out, and you're moving forward in this. Have have there been any moments where you think you should be further along than where you are, or are you where you're supposed to be? You believe that this is where you're supposed to be right now.
3: Uh, well, uh, you know, everybody has a certain uh, setback sometimes. You know, like mm-hmm. definitely, feel I should be, you know, far farther from where I where I am right now. But um, you know, it doesn't. You know, the time, the time. You know, the lapses that you have. Mm-hmm. that you use to get get experience, it adds more. At least I, I definitely sound different right now than I sound four years ago.
1: You
3: mm-hmm. know, it's more experience. You know, because I didn't I didn't leave the music scene. I probably didn't make I didn't make any any music at the moment, but at the time, but I didn't leave the music scene. So you know, listening to music and all that, or uh, genres keep changing. So mm-hmm. you just added some experience under. You know, like I said, it just, it just makes you, the time only makes you better if you, if you really right. know
0: what you're doing. Yeah. Right. Now, we, I was talking uh, earlier about manifesting the dream, about going after your goals. And a lot of people that I've met, they say, they sit back and they tell me, you know, man, I tell you, I'm waiting for my dream to come true. And it's like, you're waiting? What do you mean you're waiting? When it comes to, like, going after your goals and things like that, who do you surround yourself with? And how, how do you uh keep that going and and you know and manifesting your dream
3: um, it's thing about uh, chasing dreams sometimes you just, you probably sometimes you just find yourself uh far away from it you know but uh you gotta keep it alive you know like mm-hmm. uh yeah like uh. You know, before I came, before I got signed to Estee Records, you know, I was just working, uh, doing a regular job. And then, you know, it's a long story how the whole thing happened. But then it was just one song that I did back in Nigeria, right, before I came here. So mm-hmm. that was a song that I, I submitted to the site, you know, when they were looking for artists and all that. And then they liked the song. They liked the song. You know, and then that was how I got called in. But that same song, at the same time in in Nigeria, it was different from uh the what what we were hearing at the mainstream uh, uh music at the time so you know i mean uh they had uh, they had, they, had, they saw something they've heard something different from it and then they felt uh, they could call me in and see what it see what i could do
4: yeah so, um that's your, your question uh i think basically education like when like when you like when your talent is there. Education is next. Education right. is next. Like when you come to a, a halt, take that time, take that dry spell that you're having, and mm-hmm. go learn. Learn either the business or learn instrument. Right,
0: you're right. You mm-hmm. know, you come from a different country, but I don't think that that, you know, when you come when you came over here, and and you started everything. Did you find yes. it easier to be over here doing it, or was it easier where in, in Nigeria?
3: Uh well, there, there are is everywhere. It was not—I wouldn't say it was easier here. It only got easier after I got signed to record label. Because uh, I tried to, I mm. tried to before. You know, one time a friend of mine, uh, there's a studio I went to one time, and then I didn't really like the whole setting to the studio. You know, the 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 uh, the producer couldn't even make uh, the kind of sound that I don't want to sing to. So, mm. yeah, it was just it was just not working out, you know. But then, right. uh, you know, after, uh, yeah, after I got inside to Estate, you know, they listened to my kind of music, and then they kind of understood uh, where uh, the kind of sound I'm trying to make so they mm. felt like I could do something I could work with. So there's definitely challenges, you know, either with back in Nigeria and even here. So it's just basically right. setting yourself with people that, understand, you know, what you're trying to do. Right, right.
0: That to me, you know, a lot of people don't realize that you know, they have it they have it a little bit, it's just it's better in certain places, but in certain areas, like you said, you're not going to get what you want, and it is better when you have a a record label backing you up. Uh, You don't have to worry about a lot of things. Did did that take, it it, it sounds like it took a lot of pressure off of you. When you Sign with the record label. What What was the one thing that you were so happy to give away to
3: them? Just here. Just take it. Just do that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, over the years, like uh, you know, the, the 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 gap that I had from the last time I did something to now, mm-hmm. I kept I kept writing songs. You know, you know how the the ideas of music kept coming to me. So one of the relief I had. Into the record label was that finally I get to, you know, make most of these songs that I've been singing in my head for years. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. because I wanted, to, I wanted to get it right. You know, I just, I just didn't want to walk into any studio and just do a song. You know, like I said, the first studio I, came, I went to when I came here, the producer couldn't even make a, 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 couldn't even make a beat that I could sing. to, You know, because mm-hmm. he was into other kind of. It was into it was into some more kinda of beat more like a hip hop kind of but then, you know, I was I was completely my sound was completely new to him. So I was I'm not gonna try to adjust make the producer bend him over to if he's not past like that. I can't bend him to to do what I wanna do. So the relief, mm-hmm. basically I had was, you know, having to finally make all the songs that I've been trying to do. And then, you know, right. then, like we should have Wow. Wow.
0: I I definitely think that, you know, being that record labels really do help the artist. I think uh, a lot of people are are better off with a record label, but there are some that aren't, you know, and, and that's OK as well. I think both methods are good and and worth the time that you would put into it regardless of which direction you want to go into. Where can people reach you?
3: Yeah, uh I'm on I'm on uh I'm on every social media platform. I'm on Instagram, you know it's Google or Binka. I'm on Twitter and on Facebook.
4: Yeah you okay. can go to then- um estate records Yeah okay. Yeah, you could go to I'm
1: Facebook.
4: writing that down. Yeah, Beast Song Uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on uh Twitter, Instagram.
1: Mhm.
4: And we have we have other artists as well. We have like maybe about 12 other artists. You could get us on Spotify, iTunes.
1: Mhm, mhm.
4: So we got some videos up. We got uh for Papa Only Trying. That a mm-hmm.
0: yeah that sounds good. that sounds good you know i'm I'm so happy for you. I'm happy that you know Ugo that you have uh found your stride. It's hard to find your stride, man. It's hard yeah. and then it sometimes it's hard to find those right people that you wanna go with that actually understand the direction you wanna go in right. It's not as easy as most people might think it is, but once you find that. It's like gold, and I want to congratulate you on that. And definitely we wish you nothing but the best. Nothing thank but you. the best.
3: Ah, thank you. That's a all right.
0: And, and as yeah. a fellow musician out there, I know how hard it is. I definitely know how hard it is, you know, and so you just keep going and don't give up. Yeah. That's yeah, it. that's all it's about. Yep. That's it.
4: That's awesome. Just
0: keep going. Keep
4: Yeah, keep pushing,
0: keep pushing. And have
4: complete.
0: That's right. And have complete.
4: That's
0: right. Have complete confidence in your record label because you chose them to do a job, and they're gonna do the best that they can do to get you out there the best way they can. And and if you have complete faith in them, and you can continue to work with them, whatever methods that they do, believe they, they they know what they're doing. You keep going.
4: Yeah, just the people. That's all. Mm-hmm. You know, the record labels, all record labels, is you know, manifest the same way, but it's the people that's running the machine that's the
3: problem. Yeah.
4: Uh,
0: all
1: right. Definitely. So as long as you got
4: good people, yeah, good foundation. Good foundation, you know.
0: Definitely, definitely. Definitely. I'm, I'm very happy for you, Go. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. yeah.
4: Thank you for having me. Thank you, Yaya Diamond.
0: Appreciate it. Uh, No problem. No problem. I know you guys are coming. I know you're coming back. (laughs) Right. I know you're coming back. Thanks for having us. Hey, anytime. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You guys, you're listening to Dream Chasers Radio right here with me, Yaya Diamond. And that was, you know, I'm probably going to torture your name, but I think it's Ugo Obinka. Yeah,
3: that's right. Ugo Obinka. Uh, I did it. Oh, it man. Right
0: right. Oh, my gosh. You know, I've known the to torture names now. I'm not going to kid you. I've known the to torture names. So I've, I did that one really good. Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. <laughs> All right. right, we'll go.
0: Until, until next time, you keep that music coming.
3: Thank you.
0: All right. All right, check it out. We're going to be right back with you. Yeah you. Mm-hmm. not easy. You know, manifesting the dream and going after your goals and your aspirations and everything can be a little bit difficult at times. But sitting around saying, I believe in my dream. I believe that my goal, I believe in it and I'm waiting. That's the key right there, waiting. You know, a lot of times we believe that, you know, the things will come to us. All we have to do is pray. We have to believe and it will come. I tell you that your hands are blessed in work. It's ninety five percent work and five percent return. So if you're doing ninety five percent work and five percent return, remember that not everything's going to be great. Sometimes we're gonna we're gonna make those discoveries. I call I don't call them mistakes. I call them discoveries. Things that have yet to be solved. This 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 way of doing it is 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 not um, proven yet but you could prove it because I've seen people do things and they have done things that how the heck did they get that done doing it like that? I've seen that. I've seen that. And I want you to know that doing that and being that way and going that route may just work for you. It may not work for everybody, and that's okay. But manifesting your dream, going after your goals, is just as it is in the sentence that I just used, going after the goal, moving toward the goal, working toward the goal, not waiting, not waiting. We don't need to wait upon the dream to come to you. Because a lot of times when we sit down and we wait for it to come to us, we get complacent. Not only do we get complacent, we get lazy. We get lazy, and the next thing you know, years go by, and we and we, and then regret sets in. You don't want that. I don't want that. We don't want that. So going after your goal, being being a dream chaser just means that you're, you're chasing after something. And, and you know what? When you get that, let me ask you a question. And you can, you can definitely go ahead and post below and ask your questions because today i want to take a moment to go through the episodes and find the questions and answer them. If you, if you have a question as to, you know, hey, Yaya, what should I do? How should I go about it? Go ahead and ask. You never know. I might just have the answer. And if I don't, I could probably point you to someone who does. You know, it is like this. Your dreams, your goals, your aspirations will always evolve. They'll always blossom. And with every achievement will come a different goal. You will always be chasing after something until the moment that you're not chasing after anything anymore. And that will be the moment. That you leave this earth. Dream chasing is an ever going, ever moving, ever working, ever evolving cycle. It's useless to say, "I have manifested my dream." Manifesting is a is a is an, it's it's a it's an action. It's an it's the action that never stops. The moment you stop is the moment you either give up or you're no longer able to do it. I want you to know that Dream Chasers Radio has many, many episodes here of people who are manifesting their dream. Hey, don't forget to tune in next, well, this week, Wednesday night at 8 p.m. when we have. Uh, we have Charles D. Clark from the hit show Empire who will tell you about his, I mean, amazing story. He is a regular on Empire. You've seen him on that show as well as many other episodes and many other sitcoms and now movies that are that are coming his way. And I'm very proud of him. I, I really don't care. If it, You know, him and I have talked a couple of times privately, wonderful, wonderful person, family man, with a lot stacked against him. And I want you to hear his story, because if he can do it, you can too. I want to thank him for, you know, for even agreeing to be on the show Wednesday night. So don't forget to tune in Wednesday night as we have Charles D. Clark from Empire on the show. We're going to go ahead and uh, go with our next guest. I want to say thank you so much for calling in. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please.
5: Uh, My name is Bendy Chris and I'm I'm an artist. I'm a singer, rapper, producer.
0: Nice, nice. So tell me, how would you get started?
5: Uh, Started in my music. Uh, Basically, I started rapping since 10. And then when I was, like, 19, that's when I started, like, producing beats. So, mm-hmm. from there, that's when I just started, you know, writing my, my own songs, like, actually writing them and recording and producing them.
0: Nice, nice. Let me ask you a question so so, Do you ever have any haters, Benji? I mean, haters that just put you down, make you feel like, they try to make you feel like crap?
5: Honestly, no. Like, I haven't come across that. Like, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I would assume that, you know, I probably have haters, but I mean,
0: nobody's ever spoken up, so uh, on that on that level, like I'm good, you know. That is so like, cool. <laughs> that you. is so cool. That is so cool. I hope and pray you never have haters, ever,
1: yeah.
0: ever. They're the worst. Because you know, as, as far as like being an artist, are you focused on what you're doing, or are you are you trying to compete with other people, or you really don't care?
5: No, honestly, I'm just trying to focus on myself. Like, I'm trying to be the best version of myself, like my art, my artistry. Like, I just want to, for other people to, like, listen to my music and be like, oh, yeah, she's dope. Like, I like her sound. Like, I have my own sound, my own style. Mm -mm. I don't really try to compete with anybody. I just want to make myself known, you know, just build my own brand. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Now, being signed to a record label, what is that like for you?
5: honestly it's amazing like so far like it, it's done a lot for me like that i that i couldn't even do it on my own so like mm-hmm. it's really just been a blessing like you know from making beats and going to the studio and you know all the
0: essentials that you need as an artist like
5: honestly my my labels just made it so much easier
0: for me Hmm. Mm-hmm. wait were you ever without the label what's the difference if you were Oh well, yeah, I
5: was without a label. Like when I said I started making beats at 19, I was working with like people in my town, you know, just you know other local artists and stuff. And it was kind of difficult in the sense of like you know the studio time that you got to uh, pay out of pocket. And it's not even more so about the studio time. It was just basically like having a platform. You know, that was like the hardest thing to get across on my own actually. So, but with mm-hmm. the label, like it just like I said, it's been so much more easy. And much more fluent, like things are just coming out like one by one, step by step.
0: Mhm. Wow. Well wow. now being that you now have so much help and and everything is just moving forward, tell me what what makes you happiest at this moment? What makes me happiest,
5: uh just knowing that I'm on my way to greater things. Like I just know that everything that's happening right now with my music, like it's like putting, it's like putting money in a bank account, you know, like it'll just continue stacking up. So Mm -hmm. like, that's just what it feels like to me. Like, it's just more like triumph over victory. And like I said, Mm -hmm. Mm step-by-step.
0: I love the fact that you do have a record label. Uh, When you go and you talk and you have these meetings with your record label, are you now more aware of the business side of the uh, the processes by which you have to go?
5: Yeah, yeah, very well, very well aware. Like, it's, it's much more tedious, but I, I understand why. You
1: know? mm-hmm. There's
5: a lot of grimy people in the industry, and I really don't want to come across them.
1: <laughs>
0: Tell me about that. A lot of grimy people in the industry? Mm-hmm. I mean, I
5: don't know so much about that, but, I mean, I've just seen, like, you know, other artists that they sign to, like, uh, you know, record deals or record labels, and, you know, they'll sign it as, like, oh, like, this is what I'm getting, you know, in an advance or whatever the case may be, but they don't tell you, like, the fine print, you know, but with my label, like, they're just straightforward, like, they tell you A, B, you get to see 2 plus 2 is mm-hmm. 4, you know, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no, oh, yeah, you had to add 1 plus
0: 3 and all this extra stuff, you know, it's, like I said, just straightforward. Mm-hmm. That's good though, that's good though. So you get, you get the, you get the entire thing. There's no hidden anything. There's no hidden agendas. It's all right there for you to see. That is that is great. That is great. Yeah. So, you know, tell me about your song, at, at Hotel Rendezvous. Yes, yes. Uh, Hotel me, Rendezvous. Okay, so yeah, it's really just a
5: laid back song. It's a chill. Live song, you know, which is Significant other, you know, it's whatever you guys are into. But it's really like a, a feels type of song, like a vibe.
0: hmm And did you and write like, that?
5: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet. So we're going to go ahead. And yeah, excuse me, because I have like so many switching to do. I have some switching to do. Let me switch this up. And now that I have switched this up, we're going to go ahead and play this song. Here it is hotel rendezvous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: me, more into my so we playing in the background. You up. Make sure that you're coming up. Make sure that it's me. i going with the Cause I'm looking for your no. just coming out of pocket. You're straight, I just wanna see you fly. Think that you're about it. I want with the loud, from the hotel. smoking by the we go the make sure that you're coming, oh, oh, oh. That is me you. I love, make sure that you come me Make sure that you come and do. Make sure I'm telling Let you. me you. Let me you. Let me do, you. me you. me you. me you.
0: that. It is smooth. Definitely smooth. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was before. You heard everything coming through in the beginning of the song, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I wanted to make sure. You know, it is something when people when people say to you, you know, hey, man, you know, you got the dream job, you know, what do you tell them?
5: Tell them the dream? I mean, well, yeah, I do. Oh, it's my dream job. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Thank you for telling me that because it really is my dream job. Like, it's what I want to do. <laughs> it's what I want to make a career, build my life off Mm-hmm,
0: hmm Now, doing that you have the dream job, what is one of the things that you don't like about it?
5: One thing I don't like about it? hmm uh, Honestly, to mine, I, I can't really think of anything that I don't like about, you know, making music or being an artist or whatever. Like, I can, I can say that, you know, it becomes, like, redundant at a point because, you know, it pushes you to go to different boundaries and, I mean, what push forward your boundaries that you said, but as far as not liking anything about it, I really can't think of one.
0: Wow. that That is good because... <laughs> can think of a few things. I mean, I can think of a few things. I can think of the traveling as one thing I don't like about it. And I've traveled I love, extensively.
1: I and it, it. It, gets, I it.
0: It. it gets redundant after a while. And the traveling and then the eating bad and then getting sick uh, on the road. Yeah. Is, oh, that's, like, that's what, what like. I'm working on. That's
5: what that
1: I'm yeah, working no, no. on, <laughs>
0: eating bad. Yeah, yeah no, 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 no. It's like, okay, so I don't want to go into it, but I'll tell you one thing. If you talk to anybody that I've been on the road with, if you talk to, I've been on the road with the, the former singer, The Temptations. I've been on the road with a lot of different people. And the one thing that I learned to do was bring my own food to the restaurant. They hated it. They would be like, no, <laughs> she didn't. I didn't just bring out a couple of meals. No, she did <laughs> And I never ordered what's on the menu. I'm like, you got salad? Yeah. Can you put that together <laughs> for me with some, with some, you got bell, bep. I mean, I ask them what they got in the kitchen and everybody looks at them and goes, look, just have Yaya, last, just order, just make her order last, okay? That is
1: <laughs> the one thing
0: I hate about this whole thing. It's like, just fly me, just fly <laughs> me there just fly me out. home. just Huh? <laughs> oh yeah,
5: just fly you out, send you home.
0: <laughs> yeah, just fly me there and fly me home. That's it, cause driving. Oh my gosh, on the road is is hard. It's hard. That's gonna be the one thing that I don't like in being away from my family, uh, cause you you, you know. It, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Well, when you think of when I when you say it like that,
5: that is probably gonna be one thing I won't like. like
0: yeah. Being away from Believe family. Me. Yeah. yeah. It loses its. It loses its. It it loses its. Uh. How would I say? It loses its. Um. Mystique after about the third or fourth time. <laughs> So it's like, okay, just hurry up and get me there and get me back. So, yeah, but I, I mean, you know, when you get to that point, you'll decide. Because a lot of people like the traveling. I do. I do from time to time. But I've been I've been on the road eight months out of the year at one time. And it's like, it's crazy. So, but it's it's a wonderful thing if you want to go forward. And I wish you nothing but the best. When you talk to, you. you know, people about what you want to do and where you see yourself, what is the one thing that comes up for you?
5: Uh, When I talk to people, uh, I see myself as being an established artist, like with an established career. Like I have numbers on my belt, and, you know, I'm hitting top charts, and I'm just going out, flying places, and I'm just successful, like in my career, in my lane. Like that's one thing I see for myself for the most part.
0: right. Right. you know, being a female in the music industry is a little bit different than being a male, and I'm I'm just gonna go there because you know, there's there, there's I work with eight guys, I mean day oh. in, day out I'm the only girl in the band, wow. and so it's it's a band it's a full funk band horn section I mean it's a band okay. band. What is it like for you and the female, being the female among, you know, male cohorts? Because you are. It's just, it's it's inevitable. It's inevitable. Tell me about that. Well, honestly, I feel
5: like I'm kind of like the underdog. I don't know.
0: Because
5: I just feel like, I I feel like it gives me a higher advantage because it's like, because it's such a male-dominated industry,
1: I feel like Mm -hmm. me being a
5: female just, like, amazes people even more. Like, the people that I Mm -hmm. meet, yeah, I'm a producer, I'm an artist. They're like, What? You're a producer, like you can make beats and I'm like, Yeah, like because you know, for the expectation, every it's a it's a, it's a it's a male dominated industry. So it I is. feel like it's really one of my best attributes that I am a female and I can do everything that a male can do. Mhm. Mhm.
0: Now I have just I have one more question. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you when you think about it, you know, you're right. We do have that advantage of being a female in a, in a male-dominated uh, career path. Mm-hmm. However, however, have you ever found that you see certain women who have given up their strengths to the typical sex or the typical way of going about things that, well, I wouldn't say typical, but just that route mm-hmm. where you see it kind of going down? Have you ever had and, to deal with that? No. Uh, That's good.
5: No, not specifically. Yes. And I'm honestly glad because I just want—I want to be like my representation of my music, like not what people want to me to be. You know what they think mm-hmm. I should be, or their expectation. Like, it's up to me. Like, it's my expectation. Like, it's like here I am. You know, you like it or not.
0: Right. I am so happy. You know. Y- y- I hope that you continue to be a success and that you never have to deal with certain things. You know, I've been in the music industry all my life since my mom, my mom brought me up in it and I've had to do deal with a lot of people telling me, well, you need to look this way. You need to be this way. You need to wear this. You need mm-hmm. to have a weave. You don't have to have a, weave. you know what I told them? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I told
1: them. <laughs> Because it's like,
0: you know, I can, I just want to do music, even if I never make it big. I just want to do music. I want to be happy in my career choices and in my life, and that's where I want to be. And uh, and I'll keep going, and and uh, and it, it it will happen. It will happen, and I hope it happens for you the way you want it. And I'm going to say as a female artist to another female artist: never compromise, and never let people put you down, and never let anyone change you. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Cuz you can do it. You can do it. Look, if Missy Elliott did it the way she did it, you can do it too. Yes.
5: Honestly, I love her. I
0: love her. She really is. I love her. I knew it. I could tell. I could tell. <laughs> yeah. I knew, it. I knew it. I saw it. I said, "That girl, yep, that's it right there." And that's <laughs> where I tell, You know what? You'll you'll be you'll be just fine. You stay with your record label. You stay with the people that are are, are for you, and you, you surround yourself with great people. Regardless of gender, I think that when you're the with the right people, you will yeah. go far. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so yeah. much. So Benji Chris, so much, right? No yeah. problem, yeah. Benji Chris, right? I got that right. Then torture your yep. name. Yep. I'm, I'm on a roll yep. today. I'm on a roll. Yep. I'm gonna probably crash <laughs> and burn later. I am. I'm probably. I'm. I'm praying that I won't crash and burn later because I am terrible with names. But today I'm on a roll. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: Thank you Good. so much for being on the show.
1: Where can people you reach you?
5: Know. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, at Benji Chris. Uh, I'm also on Facebook, Benji Chris, and you can find me on the com as well.
0: Okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, just go ahead and Benji Chris everywhere. Just I'm going to put that yes. there. You guys know the deal. All you gotta do is copy and paste that into your browser. And we will definitely make sure that you have that accessible so we you can go ahead and follow Miss Benji Chris. Thank you again so much for being on the show, girlfriend. You keep going.
5: Thank you. Thank
0: you so much. All right. Wow, have you guys, you too. You guys, man, I'm telling you, you can do it. Benji Chris. You know, wow, I love her song. She's never getting it back. It's my song. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. We're going to be playing that here on June Chase's video again from time to time. I am excited uh, because there's a lot of record labels out there like, like you know, where Vendry is. She's with the State Records, and they are doing wonderful things for their artists. They're They're moving them forward in the right path. I think it's um, I think record labels get a bad rap because of what happened in the past. You know, some of these record labels they swindle out a lot of the artists. You know, uh, took their money, uh, ran with it, never paid them. You know, so they get a bad rap. But not every record label did that. I'm telling you, not every record label did that. And and just to kind of put everybody in the same in the same group doesn't make any any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense. So we're going to go ahead and take a short break. But that was Benji Chris. You can get her Instagram. All you got to do is just put her name in. We're going to finish typing this up as we go ahead and take a short break because we have, we do have one more guest on the show for you today. And then I'm going to go ahead and take a moment with my family. That's right. I'm going to go watch a movie. I ain't telling you what movie it is, because then I'm going to be advertising, like, free advertisement for them. I'm not doing that. So we'll be right back. Don't you go nowhere. You've been listening to Dream Chasers Radio with Yaya Diamond. So, you know, moving forward towards this goal, going for your dreams, your aspirations, I find that it's it gets a little tough when you don't write it down. I've gotten it all written down, you know and and sometimes it's written down wrong, so we have to go back and redo it and start all over again. You know mistakes are gonna happen and in manifesting your dream, don't put yourself down so much because everybody goes through growing pains. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and play some music because we got, again, we got some great music here on Dream Chasers Radio. Here is God's Child with How I Got Over.
1: He now I'm been strong
0: Thank you for tuning in to Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host, Yaya Diamond. We're going to go ahead and go with our next guest on the line. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Hello,
6: my name is Trinette Lindsay. I am a real estate broker here in Chicago, Illinois, and I'm so excited to be on the show.
0: Wow, Wow! Chicago. Wow, that's where I was born. Oh, yeah. oh! look at that. Wonderful. <laughs> I'm a Chi-Town girl. Tell me, what is it like? I mean, how, did you, how did, you, did you know you wanted to be a real estate broker when you were younger? Or just, just kind of like something that you found along the way?
6: So this is actually something new for me. Okay. I've been in real estate for coming up on two years, and I am loving it. I actually do two different things in real estate. So one, I'm a real estate investor. So I do flip here in Chicago. And then two, I'm a real estate broker. So I help other people to purchase um, their homes or investment properties, single families, multi-families. And prior to, I was working in the medical field as a nurse. So this Mm -hmm. is new for me.
0: Yeah, definitely. Wow. Wow. Okay. All right, so basically, you switched from nursing to real estate and flipping? Okay, wait, yes. wait. I, I have to go there. I have to ask you a question because to me, flipping seems impossible on a budget that may be shoestring for certain people. Is that true?
6: So it, it it was a task. It was uh, difficult to get into flipping. I will, I'm going to say this because, you know, a lot of people don't have the resources or financial stability or just even savings, you know, to actually start purchasing homes and rehabbing them and flipping them. But I will say this, that I have used hard money. Even on my very first deal, the home that I purchased, I use what's called hard money. Now, everybody doesn't suggest to use hard money, but I kind of advocate for it because if you have no other way or no other funds to get into the business, then this could be hard money could make it a possibility for a person. But you still have to have money saved. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, I use hard money, but they only covered 80% of the purchase price and 90% of the rehab fund. So you still have to have that other 20% and that other 10% in the bank to put down as your down payment. So your deal, you have to get some education about flipping and knowing that you're purchasing the right deal.
0: Mm. Flipping. And then then also real estate. You know, you say you love it you say that this is better what's the difference what's the difference i i kind of i kind of get the difference but there are a lot of people out there that don't understand why you it that's a big drastic move but it's still in the helping industry
6: so i i i'm just the person that I always want to help people and the reason Well, let me just go back to when I purchased my property in 2016, because that's what inspired me to want to purchase more property and to help other people do the same. Okay, Mm -hmm. After I purchased my own property, because I was essentially paying um, $800 living in a two-bedroom apartment, and when I purchased my home, my mortgage was $800. It was the same payment. And that included my taxes and my insurance.
1: So Mm.
6: I was just taken back. I said, oh, my gosh. And my brain just goes and goes and goes. And I said, oh, I'm going to have to get, I'm going to have to purchase more property. I'm going to have to help other people do this. I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody should have and own a piece of property, whether they live in it or they're investing to, to rent out, whatever they decide to do. Um, so so that's, that's what got me started. But the reason that I really love real estate is not only because I'm helping people, but it mm-hmm. also allows me to set my own schedule and my own time. And I realize that I really need that because even as working with a nurse, I really prefer doing home health care because that way I can set my own schedule. <laughs> so with real estate, I can set my own schedule with clients. I don't have to be in a specific spot a specific amount of hours, just, you know, at one time. Mm -hmm. And then I'm out in the field and I'm meeting different people and I'm setting my own hours. Mm
1: -hmm.
6: So that's why I really love real estate. I'm helping people. I'm not, you know, I'm just not stuck in one place. It's, it's, it's been amazing. And I, and I, and I feel good when, when I'm helping and assisting families to, you know, um, um, you know, get their dreams accomplished, get their goals accomplished. And I have resources, you know, uh, to to help them with loan officers, um, inspectors, attorneys, because a lot of people don't, you know, we don't know until we go through the process.
0: Mm -hmm. We don't, we don't. You know, it's called the American dream. It's called, you know, home ownership. Um, The question is, You know, how many people have been turned down when they're paying rent that would suffice for a mortgage and insurance and taxes on top of that, but yet they're deemed not to have enough money to actually physically own a home? Why is that?
6: So from my experience, um, so the first thing that a mortgage company is going to look at is credit, and those are the two main things that lenders are going to look at. And so even if a person is, you know, in a property and they're paying 1500 and they do that, you know, every month on time, their their credit might not be the greatest. They might be paying their rent, but they may not be paying other deals one time. So there are people that have uh, bankruptcies. There are people that have late payments and collections. And so in those situations, a person probably will not get qualified if their credit score doesn't meet the requirements. Now in general, to get an FHA mortgage, the credit score can be as low as 580. And I've actually seen people get mortgages with a 580 credit middle score because mortgage lenders are going to run all three and they're going to take the middle score and say, mm-hmm. okay, this is the score that we're going off of. But for people who are paying, they really just have to position, you know, who, who can't afford a home, what they have to do is position themselves to just be able to qualify for that mortgage. So they have to get their credit together so if, if there are negative things on their credit report they have to take care of them because it's gonna boost their score and mm-hmm. another thing about people who have bankruptcy they're looking at a waiting period so people who filed bankruptcy they can still get and purchase a home and get a mortgage but they have to wait two years to do that if they filed a chapter 7 and if they filed a chapter 13 it with 12 months of on-time payments, they can actually qualify for a mortgage after 12 months, which is a year. Mm-hmm. And then another thing that a person may not be qualified for, um, even though they're paying, you know, a decent amount of rent every month on time, they um, – oh, I just lost my thought. <laughs> okay. I just lost my thought. Oh, income, income. So, yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to do, income. So they they might have had – even though they've been – living in the same spot they may have had 3 or 4 different jobs in one year or 2 mm. years and so typically lenders want to see that that person is stable at their place of employment so not only are they looking at that you actually have an income they want to see that you're stable with that income so if you've had three jobs in one in in 2 years you know that might that may disqualify a person so those mm-hmm. are the scenarios that I know about where a person may not be able to get qualified even though they're paying fifteen hundred dollars in rent every month
1: right
0: right it's so funny because so they you know, just they have people you, just have to oh go ahead no I was just saying yeah two years is like what the the minimum that you you need to be in a job before they will even consider you and then your taxes and and how much of a write off you're doing as well. Am I correct on that?
6: So, if are are you speaking of if you're a business owner or you own a business?
0: Both. I mean, there're there's so many people out there that are entrepreneurs and they have a regular job, and some of them are just entrepreneurs and they go through and, you know, I I'm, I'm getting this because a lot of people want to a lot of people I know want to own a home and they don't own a home because either they they have the W-2 and the 1099s, um, and and their write-offs are too big, um, or they have just the 1099s and their write-offs are too big, but they have the income, but their write-offs are too big. You see where I'm coming from?
6: Yes, so, yes, I absolutely, and I know exactly what you're talking about. And, yes, uh, entrepreneurs do have to be careful on filing their taxes. What I suggest is, if, if home ownership is something that you want to do and you're a ten nine nine person, don't don't put as many expenses as you normally would for the past two years. It's you know you know how it is when we when we have to play the credit game and to to get to where we want to be. So mm-hmm. it's it's really no way around that because that amount is going to determine how much home you can afford so if as an entrepreneur you made a hundred thousand dollars but then you put expenses in at sixty thousand dollars right because you're only going to pay taxes on 40 but then your Mm -hmm. net is 40 and so Mm -hmm. that's what the loan officer is that's what they have to go on they have to go on your net what you made after your expenses and Mm -hmm. so in that instance you know, there's really no way around that, and 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 mm-hmm. I would suggest if a person made, and this is just an example, if a person made a hundred thousand dollars, maybe instead of doing sixty thousand dollars worth of expenses, maybe do forty or thirty thousand worth of expenses for that year, so that you can still qualify, you can get the property that you want, and then after those two years, do what you do. <laughs>
1: You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yep.
6: Go back I and am. doing what you were normally doing. You just have to, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a system. And unfortunately, it's not the best, especially for entrepreneurs. And I'm one, you know, too. Mm-hmm. So we just, you know, we have to be careful and just do the taxes the way we need to do them. You know, purchase what we're going to purchase, get what we're going to get, and then move on. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I'm one to not settle for anything. I am, I I don't want to settle for anything. So I guess it's either that way or save up enough money to put, put a substantial uh, deposit down on the home.
1: I mean, I can't think of anything else. Yeah.
6: Yeah. Well, well, that's my suggestion, suggestion for, you know, the entrepreneurs, but, I mean, ultimately, that that's what it is. If if you're going to be looking at you getting a mortgage, because that's what mm-hmm. they're going to look at, unless they change the rules sometime soon. I mean, again, and a person still could. I mean, even a person that that reduces their income to let's say thirty or forty thousand, they can still get qualified. But then, in my head, I'm thinking they're probably not going to get qualified for the amount of home that they know they can afford. Mm-hmm. Right if they're reducing right. you see what I'm saying if yeah
0: so mhm mm-hmm. yeah now let's go That's let's it. go into let's go into your company and what you do and how you how you are revitalizing uh uh and you know neighborhoods uh disadvantaged underserved neighborhoods throughout the Chicago area
6: Yes. so basically um like i said i flip homes and the name of my company is called Pandemic Realty, and that comes from me being a nurse. Like,
1: oh, it's an epidemic, it's mm-hmm. a
6: pandemic. But <laughs> so, the name of the company is called Pandemic Realty, and what I do is basically, um, I look for homes that need to be rehabbed, and mm-hmm. I go in and you know, take a look at them, estimate. Uh, the scope of work that needs to be done as far as rehab. I rehab them and then I put them
0: back on the market and resell Mm -hmm. them. So basically that's flipping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you said hard money, hard cash. What is that? A lot of people just don't know what that is.
6: So hard money and the term hard money, I believe (laughs) comes from it being expensive. So hard money is not a traditional mortgage. It doesn't come from the bank. It comes from, let's say, like uh, brokers, like lending brokers. So companies form together. For for example, there, there are many companies in Chicago that do offer hard money, and hard money mm-hmm. is specifically for real estate investments. And, the, again, the reason to call hard money is because it's expensive and it's short-term. So in comparison to a mortgage, so a mortgage is typically 15 years or 30 years, okay, and the interest rates right now are like 4 to 5%. Okay, that's on a, either an FHA or a regular conventional mortgage loan. Okay, now a hard money loan, that is either going to be six Nine or 12 months, okay, because you're going into a property to rehab it to either refinance or resell it. So the hard money is either going to be up to a year, and the interest rate is typically going to be between 10 and 15 percent. And then you also have to pay origination points. So that's why it's called hard money because it is very expensive but it's short-term. So for people who don't have the cash or the the capital to get into real estate investing or start flipping, then they're probably going to start with hard money unless they have some type of private investor who has the cash and and believes in their deal. (laughs) Um, But a person like myself who didn't have any private money or family members who had all of this cash sitting around, that's how I end up doing my first investment, my first flip. I use hard money.
0: Wow. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you suggest that people do this, you know, that they go and, and do these things? Um. And, and what kind of precautions do you have for this? Because, I mean, there has to be a precaution.
6: So, so as far as doing what, doing flipping itself? Yeah. We have improperly. Yeah.
1: Okay, the hard money. so yeah. I
6: don't – okay, so all of these things are risky, okay? Everything has a risk, but everything also has a reward. If a mm-hmm. person wants to get into flipping, I suggest that they do their due diligence, that they do research, that they link up with a mentor or somebody who um, actively invests and has some experience Because even when I did my first flip, I hired a project management company and on my second one. So I used project management companies on my first two because I was new and I did not know. Yes, I had went to real estate events, and yes, I had did all of this research, but actually doing it is a different thing where you have to learn about so many things. You have to learn about permits. You have to learn about... Uh, Just paperwork with, with hiring contractors and firing contractors and even dealing with the subcontractors whoever the contractor hires there's so many things and aspects that you have to know when you're flipping so do I suggest people do it I mean it's up to them if it's something they want to do I say yeah go for it but I don't think it's for everybody because you definitely have to have some thick skin for this. You you have mm-hmm. to be able to stomach when things go wrong, especially when you're going in a home and you're knocking down walls. You just really never know what you're gonna find. Like literally, mm-hmm. you you're gonna find that the electrical isn't right. You're gonna find that there's termites and ate up the wood, and now you're you know you're five thousand dollars over budget because now you got to do the termites treatment you got to replace wood I mean it's a lot of things that can possibly go wrong you just have to be savvy enough and and have someone that you can call and say hey what's this what do I do you know so I definitely used um basically rehab consultants on my first two Mm -hmm. projects and I learned a ton and I don't think I would have gotten through those without those uh, consultants that I can call
0: and, and help me navigate through the process. Mm,
1: mm, wow.
0: Now, you personally are currently working on a single family home in the Washington Heights neighborhood uh, that will hit the market late spring 2019. How is that going?
6: So, it is it, actually going slow. <laughs> so, mm. I had actually purchased the property in February and I pulled permits. The permits I just got back um, like two weeks ago. I just got, I don't even think it's been a full two weeks. And so I didn't do any work until I got my permits back. So I literally, literally just starting because I was waiting. It was the house was just waiting. And, and those are the things that a person has to consider. You know, you have to consider when you're waiting on permits. You have to consider weather because time is money. You know, Mm -hmm. I use hard money, and so you don't have to pay these people back within a certain amount of time. So time is money. So you have to consider all of these things. And so, yes, I'm working on a project. We just completed a demo and working on electrical and framing. So I am doing a gut rehab on this property. I tore everything down. I took down all of the walls throughout the whole entire home. And right now we're doing uh, framing and electrical
0: mm-hmm. wow wow and
6: i'm excited and what- about it because i have this this um uh, my contractor he has this um these different drywall designs and mm-hmm. i'm so excited because I i haven't seen these designs in any other rehab so i'm excited so go ahead <laughs>
0: I want to ask you, you know, being that now you're in a different profession and, you know, you're doing your thing and, and you're doing the, the you know, you, you got the housing, you got the, the flipping going, you're selling properties, you're doing everything. What is the one thing that has taken you for a loop that not even getting the consultants spared you from?
6: Um Okay. So I'm I'm gonna ask you to repeat. You said what what has taken me for a
0: loop that Right. Even getting the consultants that you had still surprised you?
6: Um I'm going to say getting an architect. I know that kind of, you know, because I had done all of this research and, you know, about flipping and, yeah, and, you know, you got to figure out how much because you got to bid on the property. And, and that, all of that is true. Like, it's it's um, almost like a war zone with, with purchasing these investment properties. Everybody's bidding on them. But mm-hmm. what I didn't know <laughs> and what I did not anticipate mm-hmm. was having to pay for an architect. And they are expensive.
4: (laughs) Wow. So
6: when you are changing the layout of a property,
1: you Mm. have
6: to hire an architect because when you're pulling permits and saying, this is what I'm going to do, they want to see the drawings. They want to see the drawings from the architect. And the architect does the drawings for you so that you, the city, of Chicago and the contractors could know where what goes. Where do these outlets go, this room stops here and all of these things. I did that that kinda threw me and I was like, What? And then when I started getting bids from architects, they was like, Oh yeah, you know, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred, twenty I'm like, oh, oh my God. Oh, oh goodness.
1: <laughs> so
6: <laughs> that that is what sticks out.
0: <laughs> wow. Wow, well, I want to thank you for being on the show. I definitely want to thank you for doing what you do and the change in career from one thing to the next, I mean that's it's still it's, you're still helping, but it's such a big change. I mean, that is not easy from going to from patients to clients, you know it's like, wow, <laughs> yes. it's been, What kind of advice do you give a person who wants to make such a big change?
5: Um,
6: I would say to make sure that you are prepared financially because I am going to say, I can honestly say that I made the switch and I could have waited a little longer because I kind of just jumped into real estate and just, you know, stopped working as a nurse. And I feel like I did it prematurely. You know, Mm. I would say if you're going to go from working and getting a check, you know, like clockwork every two weeks, you know, it's coming because you know you want to work and, and, you know, you're used to that. And then jumping into entrepreneurial where you actually have to get clients and, you know, make sure that you are financially ready to do that. That would be my only
0: advice. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you again for being on the show. Uh, Trinity, Trinity, right? Trinette. Trinette. I knew I was going to mess up somebody's name tonight. Trinette. That's okay. (laughs) I knew it. I was on the road. It was too good to be true. Trinette, thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Where can people reach you?
6: They can um, can visit my website at www.ownyourcommunities.com. And they can also find me on Instagram at Trinette the Realtor. That's T R I N E T T E T H E R E A L T O R. Trinette the Realtor.
0: They can find me that on Instagram
6: down. or visit my website.
0: <laughs> I'm going to put at Trinette, Trinette. I'm writing this down. The Realtor. Okay, I got to spell Realtor now. <laughs> Real yeah.
6: Yes. R E A L T O R.
0: I got it. I got it. I did it. Yay. But you not. thank you again so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Bye. Thanks. Bye bye. We had a wonderful show today. We've had so many different people on this show that, that you know, the, the one common denominator in everything is go after your goals. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. You can change it up. You can move it. You can, you can master it. You can hire people. You can go with people. You can sign contracts. But the, but the best thing about it is just go after your dreams and, and manifest your dream by going after it, moving and, and using your ability to do something uh, but Just go after it And just to go get it And if you have to change it up don't, don't be afraid, Trinette knows Don't be afraid to change it up I want to thank you so much for tuning in To Dream Chasers Radio with me, your host Yaya Diamond, it has been wonderful I'm going to go ahead and spend some time with my family And I hope that you're going to spend time with your family Remember going after your goals and your dreams You want to go ahead and, and kind of Take a break Every once in a while And uh, sit back and relax and watch a movie Eat popcorn and chill. As a matter of fact, that sounds really good. I'm gonna do that right now. And don't you guys forget to what? Dare to be, dare to be different. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm gonna go watch a movie.
1: Bye.